Have you ever met someone who was charming, empathetic, but at the same time, something just kind of feels off? Like you're not sure like what is actually wrong or what's different about this person? Maybe you know someone that you've noticed over a period of time seems to always be the victim. And always seems the victim just slightly of everything, but needs that validation. But at the same time, never takes responsibility for their actions and for the things they've done. Could they be a covert narcissist? What does it actually look like? Today, we're going to be talking about covert narcissists, some of the signs and symptoms of being with and dealing with a covert narcissist. Part of the reason why I know this firsthand is because I am a narcissist, and the majority of the times I would be more on the covert side in how I'd interact, how I'd communicate, and how I'd respond to different events. Part of the reason why I'm on this platform is to help people understand and to get an awareness of what narcissism actually looks like on a day-to-day basis. You'd be surprised how many times I talk to counselors or therapists that have gotten into a toxic relationship and come to the table saying, I should have seen this. I should have seen this because I studied this. I I know about this, but it doesn't look the same in real life. And so a lot of times people are confused about narcissism, how it shows up, how it looks, and typically makes you feel like you're crazy. So if you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor, self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. As we look at this today, we're going to talk about covert narcissists. So covert narcissists are narcissists, but they're on the hidden side, the side that doesn't actually show up as much every single time. The overt typically is the one you're like, yeah, that's the asshole in the middle of the room. The covert is more like, wait, that's the shy person but we still have attention towards this person. There's still this type of validation that needs to happen. So covert narcissists are people with more of a subtle and more of a hidden form of narcissism. Unlike the overt or the grandiose, who all the times have the inflated sense of self-importance and you see that it's exemplified and that need for attention and admiration is all the way out there. And coverts oftentimes present themselves more as humble, more as modest, more as a subtle aspect. Yet a lot of times we see more manipulation and control come into it from the emotional side of trying to be able to mold and modify the version of you to be the person that they want. Well, in this video, we're going to discuss some of the signs, the symptoms, and talk about covert narcissism. It's a hot topic that a lot of times people want to know more information about, so here's where we are. Okay, so some of the signs, there's a lot of different signs. The first thing I want you to understand is when we talk about narcissism, when we talk about covert or overt, I want you to first understand that the majority of time, the things that are underlying are exactly the same. There's not a big, big break in difference. Like one struggles with empathy, the other one struggles with empathy, but they're going to show it in different ways. One's manipulative and one's manipulative, but they're going to show it in different ways. So first off and foremost is when there's an overt Understand that the covert has the same exact underlying premise, the same shame avoidance, the same things underneath, but it gets exemplified in different ways. A lot of times coverts are really difficult to be able to spot because they mask their true nature. They hide it. The mask that a covert narcissist puts up is very adept at being able to mold and modify it into the version that they want you to see. Oftentimes this will come across with humility and also victimhood. You'll see a covert narcissist be the person who is the victim of their past circumstances or a victim of the current circumstance that you end up stepping up and helping them fight for or fight with to be the person that helps save them or that helps them work through this problem. A lot of times a covert narcissist will look like a victim 
and you'll want to run to their aid to be able to help them in whatever situation that they're in. Now, with covert narcissists, they're oftentimes very skilled at appearing empathetic, at appearing caring. This isn't a level of feeling what you feel, but is a level oftentimes of just knowing and understanding how humans interact and being able to say, okay, I need to respond this way or act this way to be able to get the end result. Think of it like playing a game. A lot of times a covert narcissist is playing a game to try to see how much they can connect with you, how much they can get with you, how much they can actually show that they're caring emotional people. A lot of times you'll see this with the victimhood where it comes out like they're vulnerable because they're sharing something that's dark and deep and hard, oftentimes in their distant past, not stuff that's in the moment. Behind the scenes, a covert narcissist is typically manipulating the situation, highly manipulative, highly controlling. And a lot of times it's almost like pulling the levers on the back of a play and people are seeing things move and shift and shape, but they don't actually know where it's coming from. That's the piece that a lot of times you'll find when you're dealing with a covert narcissist because you won't know exactly what is actually happening behind the scenes. Now, it's the same as overt of only caring about themselves and using other people for their own benefit. As a sense of the entitlement, the need for admiration, all those things are still there. They're just hidden and they show up in different ways. A lot of times it's more of a subtle approach to life than just an overt narcissist. Let's think of this, for instance, in the aspect of just having a friend. Let's say your friend constantly plays victim. They constantly play the victim card. But at the same time, they never take responsibility for the actions that actually put them in that spot. Like you have a narcissistic friend that's playing the victim card, and as a result, they're blaming others for their problems. It's not my fault. It's their fault. Like, if this wouldn't have happened to me by this person, like, there's so much that gets switched around on the other people. And at the same time, it's like they're seeking validation. Now, here's the part that gets tricky is then you think like, okay, let me help them. Let me work through this. Let me try to be able to support them in this way. And so you give constructive criticism. And then that gets frustrating because they get defensive. They get angry. They start attacking you because you just attack them is what they're thinking. Oftentimes you'll see this inability to actually acknowledge the mistakes and be able to hear the feedback as being positive of like, hey, I'm trying to help you. Why are you just attacking me? Why are you just putting this all on me? Okay, so there's a big aspect that a covert narcissist oftentimes will play the victim card and want to sit in that. And when you try to give them advice and help to get out of that, they will attack you. What do some of these behaviors look like? Covert narcissists oftentimes display certain behaviors that you can, that to be just be able to help identify them. Oftentimes think of it this way. One of the biggest ones is passive aggressive behaviors. The small, subtle digs that they're giving you. Now, this could be in many different ways. Uh, A common one is the passive aggressiveness of like the small belittling comments. Another one is the silent treatment, like not saying anything to you. You come home and they're just silent. And you start to wonder and scratch your head of like, wait a second, like what did I do? Like I can't think of anything. Like they're, they're implying that it's my fault. And there's this like energy and aura of like, wait a second, something's wrong, but I don't know how to fix it. A lot of times the silent treatment is meant as a manipulation tool so that you apologize for something that you did that hurt the other person that made them give the silent treatment to you. It's a way to be able to conform you, to get you back in line. Think of it that way. Other aspects would be guilt tripping, like emotional manipulation, like trying to say like putting putting it in a different light. 
of like, wait a second, like I thought you actually cared about me. Like you're working all the time. I thought you were going to invest in our relationship. Like, do you have to go out with family? Because like, I thought this was something that like you actually cared about me. Like not just the guilt tripping and the emotional manipulation, but then also using it as gaslighting. Not just lying to you, but also making you doubt your reality. Now, the thing is, they can do all this a lot of times without actually saying the mean, awful things, without raging, without yelling at you, without throwing stuff. And you'll be confused because they'll use charm, flattery to manipulate others into doing what they want and to appear better in front of you. And you're like, wait a second, maybe they're not being this mean. Maybe they're not being this awful. And there's this concept of them twisting and modifying the truth to be able to give them an advantage over you. So think of it this way, like a lot of times a narcissist will give you a silent treatment, okay? Whenever you do something that they don't like, okay? You do something they don't like, I'm not talking to you. They're not going to explain what you did wrong. They're not going to give you a chance to defend yourself. They're not going to actually open up and say, hey, this is what's happening, but they're going to flip it around on you. Eventually when they do talk, they might be they just pulled back. You don't listen to me. You don't love me enough. I can't believe you did that. What did I do? And they're putting it back on you without giving you concrete ideas of what actually happened. This piece of the silent treatment is oftentimes just to get you to conform. It is a form of punishment so that you actually listen to them the next time and don't piss them off. Don't do the thing that they don't want you to do. When you're with a covert narcissist, it's going to have a huge impact on your mental health and your emotional health. A lot of times covert narcissists will gaslight. Gaslighting is probably one of the biggest aspects. The passive aggressiveness and the gaslighting, I would say, is probably the biggest aspects of covert narcissists, making you doubt your reality. This has huge impacts. There's many people that contact me and that I talk to on a daily basis that they're like, I think I'm the narcissist. And we walk through it and I'm like, I don't think you are. Like, I think you're actually being gaslit by your partner, believing that you're the narcissist when they're the ones that's projecting it and putting it on you. There's so many ways that a narcissist will try to manipulate and control just to be in a power dynamic so that they kind of one-up you. If you're at the place where you're wondering, am I a narcissist? And this happened a couple of days ago when I was on a live and several people were thinking like, am I the narcissist? And the first thing I want you to understand is a lot of people will say, well, if you ask that, then that means that you're not. And I just want to get rid of that question. I want to get rid of that answer because I don't think that's valid. I don't think that's true. I used to say that on this platform. But then I got to the place that I realized like, wait a second, that's not even true in my life. So I need to be able to modify that and be able to say like, hey, that's incongruent with how I've lived. Whenever I first came to my therapist saying, hey, I think I'm a narcissist, she didn't respond that way. She was like, all right, let's talk about it. We've actually seen a trend of some narcissists saying, am I a narcissist? The therapist being like, no, or we'd have to diagnose you or all this kind of stuff. And then they go home and they're like, yep, therapist said I'm not a narcissist. So you can lay off the narcissist bit. So we have to be careful of how we're just predisposing people to be able to say like, oh, if you're asking, you're not it. If you're asking, let's talk about it. Let's check it out. Let's see what actual narcissistic personality disorder is. Let's see how it resonates, how it doesn't. There might be traits that you've picked up from being in a toxic relationship that we need to work on, that we need to help you heal from. We talk about reactive abuse and we talk about are you a narcissist inside the course, Escape Toxicity, the 7 Day Challenge to Healing. You can click on the link down below. You can click the link in the bio to be able to understand and to be able to see this is what's actually going on. Like this is how I actually break free from the toxic environment that I'm in and continue to move forward in healing, growth, and change. 
If you want to check that out, it's a seven-day challenge for $7 to start you down your journey and to give you a foundation of how we teach and how we help people heal, grow, change, and develop.